Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. So joining me in studio now is Kiefer Crosby. Hello. Hey Shereen, how are you? Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm all good. Yeah, why why do you look so nervous? I'm not nervous. You're the one that's nervous because <laughs> I brought a cameraman with me. <laughs> I'm so, he's literally staring right at me right now. Um, if people could have seen you walk in with your your cameraman, and your absolutely stunning girlfriend, they'd yeah. be like, "That guy is proper on his way to the top of the middle." Definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, so thanks so much for popping down. No problem. Um, I know that I when I first messaged you, I was saying that we actually we met before because you took over one of Paddy mm. Hewlin's classes. That's right, that's right. Um, yeah. did, did you remember? I was like, he'll definitely I actually remember. Do remember. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. I, th- I think I taught you a head and arm choke. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Mount. Yeah, I did. As soon as you said it, I was like, no way. Didn't <laughs> yeah. know you're on the radio. <laughs> uh, the only reason why I taught, I know, like the reason why I thought you'd remember me mm. is because I remember you, how many times did you have to show me it? And literally by the end of the class, you're like, it's grand. We'll just leave another day. <laughs> I was like, you're not even coming back for another day. Ah, <laughs> oh, stop it. You kept coming back there, didn't you? Yeah, well, I did. There you go. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, so in terms of that in general, because I know that obviously as a hobby, MMA mm-hmm. is getting really, really big for people. Do you think that there's like distinct traits that differentiates a fighter from just someone who's doing it as a hobby? Uh, ah, yeah, definitely. You know, and the fighting's not for everybody, but martial arts is for everybody. Literally, you know, um, not everyone wants to compete or fight in MMA. Some people want to just do jiu-jitsu or some people want to just hit pads and get fit and you know even kids that want to just go down and do a bit try and learn self-defense but hopefully never have to use it but you know they can use it if they need to and then you have other people like myself and like a lot of the pros that like are just fixated on wanting to fight and have that in them do you know what i mean that or they're just heavy competitors that just want to compete and test themselves and actually see does this stuff work in a real fight against somebody else so you definitely have so many different types of people in um in mma and yet again, like you see, you see yourself, even that class I taught was an example of people just doing, that was a jiu-jitsu class, I believe. And most of the people in the class just want to learn how to do jiu-jitsu, not, not compete, not fight, you know, just want to learn the moves. And again, when you do some grappling rounds, it's a workout as well. So it separates it from just running on the treadmill for an hour, you know, kind of, you can do some you know, jiu-jitsu rounds and get fit on the go while learning the skill. So it's definitely for everybody, yeah. Yeah, no, of course. Sir. Can you just pull your mic just yeah. in front? Yeah, perfect. And um, what what was it that first got you into this? Uh, well, I'm doing martial arts like 19 years now. Do you know what I mean? I oh feel like I'm, I'm only 29 now, so don't, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm a big outflower or anything. Um, no, I'm doing it since I'm about 10. So, um, again, I got into it at a very, very early age. I was kind of just hooked on kickboxing, karate, stuff like this when I was a kid. And 
um, wanted to just always learn how to fight. You know, the area I grew up in was kind of, you know, if you didn't know how to fight, <laughs> you're going to learn how to fight. So um, I always tend to get into a lot of fights when I was very young and didn't know how to fight. So I always I got into, uh, like, um, you know, got this in my mind that, like, I'd like to learn how to actually throw a punch and throw a kick properly, you know. And then when I started training, I just got hooked on it. I liked it. And I started competing then nearly maybe less than a year into training. And as soon as I done my first competition, then I loved it. You know, the buzz I got from that, and the you know getting a medal and like achieving something was a big thing. And I just kind of carried on from there. And then here I am now on a you know a world stage, competing against some of the best fighters in the world. And you know this is this is just the path I chose, and I'm happy I done it. So. And then was there like a, a moment where you were like, "This is what I want to do as a career"? Um, not really. Like I don't think a moment as such. Now I just it was like a habit nearly. You know, it's, it's all I know. You know, it's all I've known since a very early age. And even when I when I first started martial arts, like it was not a cool thing to do. You know, and that's how long I'm doing it. Like I used to like not tell my friends, you know, what I was doing. And um, when I was a teenager, I'd have competitions and stuff coming up, and I wouldn't tell them because they'd probably call me a weirdo or you know what you do martial arts. You know that wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. So obviously, when the like MMA started getting a bit more mainstream, obviously Connor blew it up. Then, then it became like a big thing and a big sport. And I was already doing it for a long, long time. And when I joined SPG. Um, Connor hadn't even got to the UFC yet. He was still in like the smaller shows. He wasn't even a Cage Warriors champion. This is going way back. And uh, I always had it in my head. I'd love to get to that like big stage. I earn some big money. I've seen the rough fighters doing it. And I think I could do it and just have to put the work in. And obviously when he got in and blew up like he did, then it really maybe sparked more of an interest. Like, okay, this is doable now. I can do this. Just have to keep the head down and focus and keep working hard. And then you can achieve what you want by just working hard and showing up. So definitely and mm. i know um one of the things that kind of goes on about a lot is kind of like this law of attraction <coughs> are you are you a believer in that or do you think it's a bit wishy-washy no it's it's not wishy-washy it's wishy-washy if you sit at home and read the book and don't work you know uh, i think <laughs> I learned it, that it, the hard it, way. yeah <laughs> i think reading the book putting it down and putting the feet up is definitely uh, not the right way to go but like i think if the law of attraction does work if you put the work in i mean if you work hard every single day towards something that you want to get good at then it's inevitable that it will eventually um, form into reality for you you know um, I think like one of those quotes in the books like it says like if you can see it in your mind you can hold it in your hands and um, that's very true but you have to be you know make make sacrifices wake, wake up early put the hours in you know what I mean you're going to miss out on certain things friends parties if, if you really want to achieve something if not then yeah you'll probably sit at home reading the book wondering why, why hasn't things worked out but if you're willing to put the work in like he has i mean he he goes on with the law of attraction but i've also witnessed his work ethic in the gym and you know i've been there with him and he's in the gym two three times a day grafting like an absolute champion and that's why he has done so well it's not um just in his mind you know he's he's worked hard and again that's all part of it, it has to correlate together so yeah goes, goes half and half <laughs> and I think because uh, we were talking about discipline and I was saying mm. how I needed to drop like a couple of kilos yeah. right yeah. to competition and I was like screw it I'm going up a weight weight category yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it like to have to have that discipline do you ever wake up and you have days and you're like the last thing I want to do is mm. eat this broccoli and steak and then head down to the gym every day really <laughs> no not every day but like look every day well broccoli yeah that's every day <laughs> I'd rather eat something else to be honest but um, yeah of course you're going to get those days where you don't want to do much you know that's your body just telling you to take a break maybe um, and there's nothing wrong with that you know what I mean I was only having this chat there last night with somebody like um, especially with fighting fighters don't like to take days off because they feel like 
they're lacking or they feel like they're not doing something. But I genuinely believe they're underconfident fighters and they, they're anxious fighters. I think a confident fighter will take a day off. Like, today is my rest day. I'm not training today at all. I'm going to float around. I'm going to put the feet up. I'm going to chill. I'm going to let my body recover so I can train harder tomorrow and the next day. Um, and I have no problem with that, which is there's other fighters that can't sit still because they feel like I have to do more. I have to do, you know, that's that's anxiety. Um, and that's um, that comes with experience. Experience fighter will take a week off if they need to and understand that I just need a break. I need to chill. You know, I need to just stop going to the gym as much and let my body get back to normal. And um, I, again, I used to be like that. I used to train two, three, four times a day, push myself to the limits, like, and think that was the correct way. But now, if I need a day off, I'm tired, or my muscles are sore, I'm really, you know, struggling to walk, I'll stiff, I'll take a day off and I'll chill and get some physio or just go on a walk or something. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, but yeah, you do get your days where you're like, ah, don't know about this, this is a hard one. But I think that's like that with anything. You know what I mean? You just have to remind yourself how grateful you are to be in these positions. You know, I could, it could be way worse for me. You know what I mean? I'm living a good life now. I get to do what I love. You know, I get to make some good money to, to support my family doing what I love. So I haven't really got much to complain about. You know, the, the things I do, could complain about are minuscule things compared to other people's situations. So I'm just very grateful to be in this position. Yeah, no, it's a great mentality to have mm. as well. And then um, speaking of anxiety, I've always wondered, because um, I know I tell you that I work with Bellator whenever mm-hmm. they come to Dublin. And I've always wondered, what does it feel like that moment when you step out into that stage and you're about to walk down to the cage? Um, it's yeah, it's it's an unexplainable feeling. I think um, you know, I think it's, I don't, it's like bungee jumping, you know, or skydiving. It's like you can speak it, but you can't really relate to it unless you've done it. You know, you can say, oh, it's it's you're blissful or it's crazy, or you just can't explain it. You know what I mean? It's one of those feelings that gets uh, it's overwhelming as well, especially in the tree arena when you have such mad support for you like i fought like in america there my last fight and it was very different you know it was very bland or something the crowd was kind of neutral it was there was no cheers for him or me it was just neutral it was all right but over here like i can feel the vibrations of people screaming my name Ten thousand of them all locked the <laughs> screen it, it gets mad so that is unexplainable um but it's overwhelming and it's amazing and you have to control that obviously because bear in mind you have to fight <laughs> you're walking to actually fight someone so you don't want to get too caught in the moment but um after a fight when i look back on it it's just it's just the craziest um experience ever yeah it's it's a mad one but um it's just a mix of emotions i think yeah a bit of fear a bit of like nerves and excitement and like right here we go it's this is the time i've been training for my whole life not just the past 12 weeks or whatever it's literally since i'm 10 got me to this stage and this is what i wanted so now it's time to shine and and put my work on display and win, you know. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't change it for the world. I love it. I love making that walk every time. So. Yeah, no, I say so because I mm. used to always look at um, fighters coming in and be like, oh my god, I wish I had that confidence. Yeah. And then it was only after I interviewed a couple of fighters, like even like Liam Harrison. Yeah, and do you know him? He's my type. My type guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's one of the most confident. Led, yeah. yeah, one of the most confident people I've ever spoken to, and he's like. Shereen, I shit myself yeah. walking out every and I was like, Oh my god, what? And he 100%. was like he said he feels like getting sick walking out every time mm. he does it. Yeah. But it just means it means something it. to you. Yeah, well yeah, exactly well see you can show it in a different way. Like even being calm is a way of showing your nerves, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because people are trying to be calm. So you know, admitting it is one like every fighter, it doesn't matter who you are, how tough you are, how good you are, all of them are shitting themselves. <laughs> all of them are scared, all of them are nervous. 
but that just means that I mean something to you. You know what I mean? It's like getting bleeding married or something. It's like, why are you nervous? You've been with her like 15 years and you're <laughs> nervous the day you're wedding because you're, you know, you've. Not, it's just that feeling of this is the moment, do you know? And I think, obviously, being a, a heavy competitor, you want to win so bad that that's why you're nervous. You're like, well, I better win this. I have to win now. I'm at the point of the work in. So that's them nerves, to be honest, keep you sharp and they keep you alive. You know, you hear many times that when people lose a fight, one of the first things they say is, I just wasn't switched on, I wasn't nervous, I just went in there too calm, I was too relaxed, I didn't care too much. You know, and every time I'm like nervous and my heart's thumping or I'm like, you know, that butterfly feeling, it's always when I perform the best. So I always want to be nervous going into a fight. You know what I mean? It keeps me alive nearly, it keeps me sharp. Um, and yeah I think no matter who you are even if the fighters are like oh, I don't get nervous they're, they're lying <laughs> you will be nervous <laughs> and um, well, to me anyway you still have an undefeated record because mm. I know that, that well, I I'll, I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you tell the story <laughs> yeah. of what happened at your last mm. fight so it, like I know it's put down as a loss but it wasn't really a no, loss no I'm de- no, I'm 7-0 and I'm undefeated going into this <laughs> one I'll be 8-0 in uh, 4 weeks um, yeah no like look there's a certain rule set you have to avoid by in, in MMA and you know, one of the rules is that you can throw punches, kicks, elbows, knees, or the strikes you're allowed to throw. If a grounded opponent, which means if a hand is on the ground or a knee is on the ground, you can't throw a knee. And the guy was going for a takedown. I assumed or thought he was going to posture up and I was going to knee him into the chest. I misread it, his head dipped, and I kind of caught him into the face with my knee. It wasn't that hard of a knee. But again, he was, I won't curse on the radio show, but he was uh, being a bit of a drama queen and he lay down flat on the ground and didn't want to continue. And it's the equivalent of, you know, your CD is kind of pansies in football, clipping on the ankles, they fall over and they make a big drama of the whole thing and the other guy gets a red card. And then they get up and jog on and they're flying. And it's called playing the game. Well, he played the game against me and unfortunately it resulted in a disqualification loss. Um, But in a real fight, you know, with no rules. I mean, I walked out there fresher than I walked in, and he was the one that was on the ground pretending to be unconscious. Or maybe, you know, it was he was on his way out anyways. So um, unfortunately, I went as a loss on my record. But if you watch the fight back, it's on the Bellator app. I did not get hit once. I didn't get taken down once. He nearly, you know, he was uh, attempting to take me down, but I kept popping up, and I'd done a lot of damage to him. And uh, yeah, here I am now. So uh, unfortunately, it went down as a loss, but... um. I'm still seven and zero. <laughs> All the real people know I'm seven and zero, so I'm undefeated. That's the thing because I I knew that you were undefeated, and when mm. I looked up your record, I was really confused, and I was yeah. like, well, I was like, that couldn't have been no, an actual no. loss. And when I looked into it, I saw that it was like disqualification. Which yeah. I so does that go down as a win for him? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. So it's it's a weird win. Do you get me? Like he's there's no way he could be happy with that win. If that was me, well, if that was me, I would have got up and continued. You know, mistakes happen in fights a lot of times and I think the referee jumped the gun a little bit to be honest because normally if you make a mistake you get a warning and you might get a point deducted and then you continue well the referee disqualified me immediately and that's why everyone was kind of shocked the crowd was booing and everyone was like uh, they weren't expecting that do you know what I mean uh, considering I was winning the fight so again he made a drama of it he didn't get up he didn't want to continue it should have been called a no contest which would mean I'm still 6-0 and and I just didn't, nothing happened. Like the fight didn't happen. We go again, maybe. Uh, but no, they disqualified me and I went as a loss. So it's kind of it's kind of shitty on my part because obviously I wanted to keep that out on my me, on me record. But um, it is what it is. You know, four weeks, I'll continue on. I'll win this time legally. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be 8-0 in, uh, in the real fans and the real fighters mind, so. <laughs> Definitely. So what, like, where, where are you going from here now? So you're still with Palator. Yeah. 
So yeah. wh- what's the plan? How many fights do you have left with them? Do you think you're going to continue on? Mm. Yeah, well, right now I just take a, a day at times. You know, my next fight is um, my fourth fight with Bellator. Yeah, so that'll be actually my last one on my contract. So we'll just see what happens after that. You know, my goal right now is to just win. You know, and uh, earn a living for my family. And you know, goals change. You know, when I was very young, my my whole thing was to be I want to be a world champion in mixed martial arts, and that's it. And still is. Um, and I know I will be a world champion in mixed martial arts when that happens I don't know but I'm just going to keep taking it a fight at a time don't look too far ahead just focus on this lad now I have a, a lad in front of me now in four weeks he has the same experience as me he's been around the world he's a, um, a solid well-rounded fighter so it would be stupid of me to overlook him and think too far ahead of myself right now I'm just going to focus on this fight put on a serious performance in the tree arena in front of my people and then take it from there. You know what I mean? Whatever I want, I want nice offers coming back to me. And again, I I know what I'm worth now. I'm a big name in this in this sport now, worldwide, and I'm a huge name in Ireland, if not one of the biggest names in Ireland. Um, and I've made that clear, you know, and I've earned that name. So again, we'll just see what happens after this and who makes a nice offer. And again, it's all about just making good choices now. You know feeding the family at the end of the day and uh, you know earning what I deserve to earn so um, but as I said four weeks time the September 27th again I'm just going to knock this guy out and then see what happens after that that's okay. all that matters right now yeah <laughs> no definitely so in terms of Bellator um, <clears throat> is there yeah. any other people that you think anyone listening should really look out for on the night on the fight coming yeah, up yeah just like any any other standout fighters that you think like that's going to be a good fight Um, to be completely honest all of them I know that's an easy thing to say but like I mean I'm looking at this card and all of the fights are mad like they've they've outdone themselves this time I think Bellator are trying to really make a statement that Dublin's the place you know what I mean that they're going to do all these crazy fights it is though honestly and uh, yeah. the whole card is just stacked with like unreal matchups great fights for everybody um, I'm just looking for, and again I have a lot of teammates on the card as well so I'm looking forward to sharing the card with all, all the boys and, and uh, the girls as well so um. You know, James, obviously, the main event, that's a great fight. You know what I mean? Every time James fights, it's a great fight. Peter Queeley has a great fight as well, and he's looking unbelievable in the gym these days. Better than I've ever seen him. Um, His last fight, the build-up to that last fight. Oh, my God. I feel like even if you weren't an MMA fan, you were just getting on boards, just being like, what the hell's going on? Because it was was like... That was like genuine, I think, as well. Mm. That like that passion that they both came with. So yeah, yeah it was good. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Th- uh, to be honest, all of the fights are good. Charlie's on the, f- the car as well. Every time he fights, it's mad. You it's know, always a knockout, uh, isn't it? Yeah. He's finished his past four fights. Yeah. So he's a beast. He's on a on a roll. So again, I reckon this will be another finish too. He's looking amazing in the gym. So again, I'm looking forward to just getting in there myself and doing the job. So I'm looking forward to seeing all of them. I really am. You know, and Bellator do such a good show over here. Like it's honestly, if you've never been to a show, like like you have to get down and check it out. The atmosphere is just again, it's unexplainable. You have to feel it. You have to be there. You know. So I can't wait to just get out and make that walk again and feel that energy off my people. It's gonna be something else. No, hundred yeah. percent. And like I can fully wait for that. Like I said, mm. when I first started working with them, I hadn't a clue what yeah. the hell was going on. I didn't even know what MMA stood for. I thought. MMA was <laughs> UFC and they had to explain to me like mm. UFC is a brand and yeah, MMA brand, was exactly, the thing yeah. well I would say that's how little I knew yeah, but yeah. yet I was walking in like who just feel that energy yeah. and I was like oh. <laughs> um, so if people want to follow your journey anyway mm. I know that you're starting a YouTube channel yeah so do you want to give out your social media handles yeah well like, obviously Instagram is Kiva Crosby underscore MMA and um, I just yeah just to be honest a lot of people have been getting on to me the past couple of years and just asking me 
doing vlogs and I was never into doing any of that kind of stuff, you know. I always just thought like, you know, I just want to train, I just want to fight, I just I'm not into all that stuff, you know. And then obviously you have to understand as well that if you want to be something in this sport, if you want to make legit money and stuff, you have to get your brand out there, you have to expose yourself a little bit more and it's not all about just being a good fighter. You have to be the full package and you know, I started kinda of exploring a little bit more now on Instagram and, and putting up these videos and there's only so much videos you can put up of me just hitting pads for thirty seconds or a few photos of me looking gorgeous, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I just um, you know a few people have gone on to me and uh, I have a couple of guys now and this lad here Sam with me he's, he's gonna do some um, some videos and make some like a YouTube channel and more like a vlog so it'll be like day to day stuff and me in the gym training me doing stuff like this and you know, hopefully coming up to this fight I'll bang out a lot more content of like the countdown to the fight and the, the week fight week I'm gonna kinda cover the uh, weight cut this time I've never done that and um, you know what I'm doing on fight week what I'm eating on my nutrition plan all that kind of stuff people want to see that so i'm just gonna put it all out there for people to see and and uh yeah just just give that a go and my youtube channel is just kiva crosby so check that out and i'm gonna be putting up weekly vlogs from now on so okay. should be good deadly thanks so much for coming yeah, thanks very much Shereen. fm 104 sunday night live with shereen langan even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.